on the UB Sports Network from Learfield, live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold, presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB partners, Ad Pro Sports, ComDoc, by WGRZ Channel 2, Nike, Pepsi, by Town BMW, and by New Era Cap. Now, with head coach Lance Leipold, here's Paul Peck. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We are at Santoris Pizza Public Grill, but we are at the Millersport location this week, closer to the UB campus, which is where we'll also be when we kick in with UB Basketball Insider again this coming Thursday. But we're here to wrap up the Bulls football season, talk about the potential for this season to not be over yet. We've got some great guests for you coming up in the next hour, including Bulls wide receiver Anthony Johnson, record-setting wide receiver Anthony Johnson, the nation's number two leading receiver. He'll be here to talk to us a little bit later on. Khalil Hodge, the nation's number two leading tackler for the Bulls, will also be one of of our guests. We'll also talk with UB Director of Player Personnel Rock Bellantoni later in the game, later in the show, and a lot of talk about uh, the bowl chances and what might shake out in the next week to find out if the Bulls are going to go to the third bowl in school history. Talk a little bit about that and some of the records. We kick this show off with Assistant Athletic Director for Communications John Fuller. John, welcome to UB Football Insider. Lot to talk about here, which is kind of fun, particularly at this time of the year. It's always good to be talking about the possibilities of another game and records and even thinking ahead a little bit to the possibilities for next year but let's start by wrapping up a little bit of it it's a simple question for you now that you've had a couple of days to let this season and the season opening win soak in what jumps out at you about this 2017 UB football season uh, I think resilience is the word it comes to mind I mean they were that next man up attitude uh, was never more true than, than this team this year I mean uh, you look at this you know, UB football team started three different quarterbacks. I mean, you have to go back to 2004, the last time we started three different quarterbacks, and I think we won one game that year. So, that it, so to play, start three different quarterbacks and, and be 6-6 six and six and bowl eligible for just the third time in school history says a lot about this program. And not only just um, start three quarterbacks, but the three quarterbacks go on to throw for a school record, you know, 3,400 yards, most we've ever done, even our MAC championship year, championship year in 2008 when we played an extra two games, we didn't throw for that many yards. So that just says a lot about, um, you know, those guys and this team as a whole. They, they, rallied, they just rallied around. We've had guys go down throughout the year. Guys, did, they didn't – they just shrugged it off, rallied around them and, and, got you know, put their, you know, work hat and – boots on every day and, and came in and worked hard and, and it really they've been a pleasure to watch it's really been my, my favorite uh, teams in all my years at UB yeah and, and I think a lot of it has to do with where the program was last year as a building year and to take this is a, a four-win improvement is unusual in college football yep. right I mean I, I you know I'm sure you'll dive into this at some point how many other teams in the country had four win improvements last year but but to go from a year of development last year to the get the four win improvement and to be competitive in every game and I know part of the story of this year is the six is 29 points but you could spin that around and say there was not a game that did not go down to the last five minutes that the Bulls didn't have a chance to win yeah you, you look at we finished the se regular season six and six realistically there's this team could be 10 and 2 maybe even better you know or, you know 8, 9 and 3 10 and 2 11 and 1. I mean really they were in every single game even starting the season at, at, at Minnesota you go out there you lose by 10 points and but it was really a late score by them to even that that, that kept it um that they even extended it to 10 points um, you know, you lose a game by 10 points at Miami of Ohio, but you start a freshman quarterback. So that, that could have gotten away from them quickly, but they were in that game because they played hard. They lost two one-point games to Akron, who's playing in the MAC Championship this week, and Northern Illinois, who's going to a bowl game. And then obviously what happened against Western Michigan, losing to seven overtimes by three points. I mean, they're, man, it's just so close. But I think that's what makes this team great is they could have given up at any point throughout the year, thinking, gosh, oh, we lost another close game. That's it. Let's pack it up. But they sat at three and six, and they just said, "Hey, 
treated every game like a playoff game over the last three, and they did what they had to do, and they worked hard, and they beat Bowling Green. They won at Ball State, and they came home, and they won that thrilling game last Friday against Ohio, and here we are, 6-6. Six and six. Yeah, and more talk a little bit about where 6-6 six and six may have potentially take this team in a moment, but I, I want to ask you one question a little bit off the board. Um, regardless of what happens, whether there's a bowl game or not, you start to think about what next year can be and, and the development of this team this year and all those things that you talked about. When you look at the fact that next year you're going to bring your top two quarterbacks, your top two running backs, three of your top four receivers, and three of your top four leading tacklers are all coming back. Boy, it's shaping up that next year to take the next step for this program could be something really special. No question about it. You know, I think they're going to learn a lot from this season regardless of when it, where it ends. And... And only, and only get better. And the one thing that Coach Leipold's done great with this program is he's finally been able to build some depth. We didn't have that in the last few years. So now it's this year, younger guys, new faces that, that you know, we didn't know much about stepped up and, you know, and, and were really good when they needed to be. And they're only going to get better. So th th this team's only going to get stronger. We did play a lot of uh, young guys, just guys like Kobe Green. They played as a true freshman this year who got a lot of valuable snaps back at the safety spot. Well, you're going you're to need to replace both your safeties in Ryan Williamson and Tim Roberts. You know, here's a guy who started in, uh, or uh, got a significant minutes as a true freshman. Does he slide in there? So, you know, I think the depth that this team has built is really going to really help next year. I think it's eight starters coming back on offense and six on defense. So right off the bat, you, you, you're going to have this veteran group of guys that come back. Okay, before we, I don't want to talk any more about next year because we know there's a chance that this year can continue. And I know that, you know, unfortunately, in the way that it works, every school has to do a little lobbying, and particularly where you guys are at now, uh, in the fact that there are 78 bowl spots and there are 79 teams currently eligible with six and six records and a chance that three more of them could get their sixth wins next weekend so I know part of what you and the Mac have to do is convince the Bulls that they want to have the Bulls come play there and and what goes into that a little bit and how do you sort of shake out this whole bowl picture and are you getting any feel for for where things may fall you know no feeling at all really you know I mean we're not gonna really know until the weekend but what we can do is is you know just promote our program and promote UB football as best we can, and, that, and that's what we, we've been already having meetings. We've already been putting stuff out to some bowl committees and 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 to some people at the Mid American Conference promoting what we have. Well, what do we have? We have a dynamic offense. I mean, we have an incredible young quarterback, who and, and we have one of the best wide receivers in the country, second best wide receiver in the country. We have the second leading tackler in the entire nation on line at linebacker. We just we we, we score points. You know, I, I've been doing. Just some, just just some preliminary kind of math, looking at comparing us to other schools, and of, let's say, just between us and Conference USA, there are six six-win teams, right? And that's really who we're going up against. We're going up against other six-win teams. That how do we get picked over them? Well, we're the only one of all of those schools that finished the season three and zero. So we're definitely up, you know, we're, we're in the up. There's some teams in that group that have lost three out of four that are, that are really kind of struggling. So I, I think, you know, from what I've heard is that, you know, ESPN wants dynamic teams. They want people to tune in their games. They want, you know, and that's why we all watch football games. You know, hey, wow, there's a really good game going on. That, that They want eyes in their television. Well, I mean, this UB football team right now is, is hitting all, on all cylinders, and I think, you know, would do a great. I mean, I, look. I mean, obviously, I'm selfish. And yeah, you know, that's okay. You're you know, allowed to be. But I, I, I honestly think that of the teams, of the other six win teams that we're going up against, we are definitely one of the most dynamic of them. And and I, you know, I, I think would really put on a good show. Yeah, and and part of the reason why are the two guys that are going to join us for our next segment, Anthony Johnson and Khalil Hodge. Quick comment on both of the seasons that they've had before we let you go to John Fuller, who is the assistant athletic director for communications at UB. Yeah, well, we'll start with on the offense side of the ball. I mean, Anthony Johnson is just having an incredible breakout season. I mean, here's a kid who, you know, transferred uh, from a junior college, redshirted last year, really to kind of sit around. So I don't think a lot of people knew even what we had. I mean, I know we knew what we had in the sense that we saw him on the practice field last year. But to see him doing what he's doing in games is just incredible. I mean, second in the nation in receiving, second in the nation in receiving touchdowns. You know, he, he aver he's averaging over 20 yards a catch. It's, it's crazy to think. Like, I mean, every time he gets the ball, he could be gone. I mean, that, that that's is, is just he's just been. I mean, school I, record for touchdowns. School, yeah, he broke Naaman Rhodes about school record for touchdowns, and he did it in 
12 games. Naaman Roosevelt did it in 14. And he almost, you know, and we'll give him a little ribbing later, if he didn't drop that other touchdown, <laughs> you know, late in the game against Ohio, he would have broke the school record for uh, receiving yards in a season. Yeah. So hopefully he'll get another chance to break that record in right. any game. Uh, but he has just been incredible for us. And then Cleo Hodge, I mean, we, we knew we had in him last year. I mean, he was a stud last year with 123 tackles. But to really, you know, he's gotten even better this year. I mean, I know the coaches talked about how, you know, he, he, he trimmed down a little bit, you know, and, and, and is even more comfortable in his position. And for him to, I mean, he has 154 tackles. I mean, that, that he led the MAC by 37 it, it's tackles. It's crazy. It, it, and, and here's the thing like, all right, so Devontae Shannon's our all time leading um, uh, tackler, right? He has four, he was in four years, he had over 400 tackles. But he was a safety, so most of his tackles are downfield. We're talking about a middle linebacker who's who's getting tackles for loss. He's getting tackles at the line of scrimmage, near the line of scrimmage. So it's not like we're get, we have a good defense. So it's not like we're getting beat downfield, and he's the last line of defense. So I think that goes to show how much better our defense is too, and, and the great job that you know uh, Coach Borland has done. Um, you know, he's he's an incredible player too, and 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 I think we just need to keep you know keep recruiting linebackers named Deep Khalil, Khalil. <laughs> and we'll be all right. <laughs> Thank you. You stole <laughs> yeah. my line, but it's the it is the line. More yeah. line. Back. If you have, if you know a linebacker and his name is Khalil, yeah, this is definitely the right. place that he wants to come <laughs> and play. So, all right, hey John, thanks. Yep. Good luck. I know you got a lot of work to do. It's sort of your Super Bowl I as as a uh, a publicity guy here to make sure the world knows why they want to see you be playing a bowl game. Oh, and I know it. you're going to do a great job with that. John Fuller right. is the assistant thanks, athletic director for communications here at UB. When we continue, UB football insider from here at Santoris Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway near the UB campus. The aforementioned Khalil Hodge and Anthony Johnson will join us to talk about this season and their accomplishments. That's when we return. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. Buffalo sports fans, wide out Alumni Arena Saturday, December 2nd when the UB men's basketball team hosts Big Four rival St. Bonaventure. Tip-off is at 2 p.m. For tickets and more info, visit ubbulls.com or call 1-877-UB-THERE. From youth sports to the NFL, A-Turf Synthetic Grass Fields are helping athletes have fun and perform at their peak. More than 30 Western New York schools and over 400 schools nationwide call A-Turf their home field. It's what the UB Bulls play on and the Buffalo Bills too. A-Turf Titan has the highest safety rating and the longest warranty. A-Turf, optimal performance for athletes, superior value for owners. Learn more at aturf.com. Attention UB Bulls fans, students, alumni, and staff. Are you shopping for a mortgage? Call Premium Mortgage, the experts in home financing and the official mortgage lender of the UB Bulls. Premium Mortgage has local Western New York processing and underwriting and offers a large variety of financing options and competitive rates and terms. Call now to speak to one of their educated and experienced loan officers at 716-633-0501 or visit premiummortgage.com. 2150 Worley Drive, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14221. Equal housing lender, licensed mortgage banker, NYSDFS, NMLS number 92181. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Water. Hey, it's me, Water. Ah, look, about what happened in your apartment with a broken pipe. Um, I just wanted to apologize for ruining all your stuff, and I hope this can all just be some me under the bridge someday. Oh, and also, I'm not paying for anything. Okay, bye. Water never pays for water damage. Luckily, the GEICO Insurance Agency makes getting coverage a snap. Visit GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. The Learfield Directors' Cup honors the nation's best overall collegiate athletic program in each division, men's and women's sports. The prestigious award continues its reign as the crowning achievement in college athletics, noting the remarkable efforts of student-athletes and their institutions. To follow your favorite team, like us on Facebook, find us at USA Today online and on Twitter at ldirectorscup.com. Over two decades of excellence, the Learfield Directors' Cup. The Hyatt Regency in downtown Buffalo is the perfect place for your parents to stay when they come to visit you. The Hyatt Regency Buffalo is located within walking distance to over 50 restaurants and clubs and has great amenities like a 24-hour fitness center, free Wi-Fi, and a full-service spa on property. It's perfect for your parents and just far enough away from UB to eliminate those unannounced morning drop-ins on you. The Hyatt Regency Buffalo. Buffalo sports fans, wide out Alumni Arena Saturday, December 2nd when the UB men's basketball team hosts Big Four rival St. Bonaventure. Tip-off is at 2 p.m. For tickets and more info, visit ubbulls.com or call 1-877-UB-THERE. 
Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show. My name is Paul Peck. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway, just across the Maple Road from the UB campus as we continue to look back at the bowl season that concluded on Friday and look ahead to a potential trip to a bowl game in the month of December. And to do that with us are the two guys we talked an awful lot about in our first segment, but we're going to go right to the source here on Bulls wide receiver Anthony Johnson and Bulls linebacker Khalil Hodge. First question for both of you, Khalil, I'll let you start on this one. Right. What was the weekend like after an emotional game, the big win on Friday against Ohio, knowing that you're in a position to make maybe play some more, but what what kind of what wrapped around your head all weekend long? Yeah, Friday was definitely fun. Uh, the locker room was the, the most exciting it's been in a long time. And um, so after that, it was, it was a bunch of fun. The rest of the weekend was just watching a bunch of football, uh, just just keeping scored, you know, just seeing if we can get in that ball game. So you knew who you were kind of rooting for and rooting against, <laughs> yeah, weren't you? Yeah, And it didn't all fall UB's way, did it? No, not at all, actually. Yeah, you, when, you, when you cross paths with some of those guys that you may know on some of those teams, you better – you better remind them whether they did or didn't help out your cause or not. Anthony, what was the weekend like for you? Did you have a chance to reflect a little bit on what the season has been like, and not only for you but for this team as a whole? I mean, as you see, like, the locker room, it was an exciting moment for everybody, you know. Like, it was just amazing feeling to win that game, and we know that we was able to uh, get a bowl game. You know, after that, like, all the guys hung out, you know, had a good time. We're just so excited, and now we're just waiting. You know, it, it was it was an emotional season for you guys on both sides. Emotional with some of the terrific wins. Emotional with some of the very disappointing losses. Um, it, is it almost better that way? I mean, is it better to kind of live on the edge a little bit? I mean, I, I look going through those, like, issues that we had. You know, like, we're a family, so we just got to be able to stick together th through everything, you know, hold everybody down, like, and keep just pushing and fighting. That's what we did. Do you think it brought this team closer together, Khalil, particularly knowing that you had to win your last three games in order to put yourself in this position? I think so, definitely. And like I said before, the, the senior class it just means so much to this team. And as underclassmen, you know, we just know that we're doing this for the seniors and we want to make sure that they get a chance to, to go to the bowl game. We didn't get a chance to accomplish, you know, the MAC championship and whatnot, but we want to make sure they get a chance to go to the bowl game. What, uh, when you do get the chance, Khalil, to think about this whole season, not only for you individually, but for this whole team, what, what's going to jump out at you the most? And, and I know the last chapter has not necessarily been written yet. Mm -hmm. I think I think just the progress we've made just as a whole, um, defensively, offensively, just all phases of the game. Last year, I just remember, you know, the games not really be, being games. I remember Coach Simpson used to say that a lot. And this year we've been in every game we played in. Even though they didn't turn out the way they should have to some of them, you know, it's all they've all been really, really close. And that's one thing for me. You know, I'm just – it's just – I feel like we're actually playing football. And um, – those games are exciting. Anthony, was it different for you because this was your first year playing? Khalil had the year to play last year, but but as you reflect on this season, was it different for you because you finally got your chance to get out on the field? Yeah, it was it was really different from JUCO. You know, like it was way more physical in the game in D1. You know, way faster players, guys that actually like like to tackle and things. Like JUCO was just a little easier, I guess. But I managed well, to get through. Well, not him. It. He did not like to tackle <laughs> JUCO. I know that. So. So I managed to uh, get through it, you know, just stick to my routine and do what I do best and make a lot of plays for this team and help this offense out. Is there a little bit of a different bond between the two of you guys because you both did go through that junior college route to get here? Yeah, I mean, right. not really. You know, it's, it's Juco. Like, I feel like everybody goes through the same struggle or whatever in Juco. But I, I don't know what goes on in Cali, but in mine it's just – I mean, I had fun in my Juco just, like, in the middle of nowhere, you know, yeah. but yeah. I managed to push through it. Well, how about you, Khalil? What, you know, I mean, is there – because there's a bunch of guys on your team. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I know you guys have taken pictures together, and yeah. there's a little bit of a level of bonding, yeah. isn't there? I think so, yeah, definitely. Uh, just being from junior college, just, we just got it differently, you know what I mean? And that's something we all share. And I think it definitely uh, – the, the bond is definitely – you feel it. Does, does junior college put a little chip on both of your shoulders? Be because for whatever reason, and I know they were different reasons for the two of you guys, for whatever reason, was there some feeling like nobody wanted me and I had to go that route? Um, does that add to a little bit of a personal motivation? Yeah, I mean, going to JUCO, like, you don't really know, like, what can happen, like, what's the situation. Even if you go there, it doesn't mean you're going to get the offer that you want. Mm -hmm. Like, you just really got to push through it and, like, handle your grades. Like, that's the main thing. It is hope, like, for a scholarship, like, it can go any way being at Juco. How about for you, Khalil? Yeah, it definitely puts a chip on my shoulder. Um, just it's that, it's, that, it's that easy. Like, I mean, just something that's always going to be in the back of your mind. Just high school, signing day, all that stuff. 
You just never forget it. Right. Speaking with Bulls linebacker Khalil Hodge and Bulls junior wide receiver Anthony Johnson, we're here at Santoris Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway for the UB Football Insider Show. Um, all right, I want you guys to give me a little assessment on each other's season here, right? Uh, you're both number two in the country at what you do best. Khalil, break down what you saw from Anthony Johnson this year. <laughs> uh, AJ having a great year. I mean, you know, he's a big part of our offense and – He's, you know, one of the main reasons why, you know, we, we got, got a chance to be bowl eligible. Um, I don't think it's a corner and a Mac in the country that can guard him for real. So having him on our team, it's a plus. Is there only one linebacker in the country that could guard you, Anthony Johnson? <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just had a great season, you know. Uh, I feel like he makes a lot of tackles for us. Like, he's got to, like, really get to the ball. Even though I didn't, I didn't really think he could catch, you know, make those picks <laughs> he made, but he managed to get through it and uh, make those big plays for us. We need him the most. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit in the next segment with you, Khalil, about your interception, which winds <laughs> up will, will really be one of the most iconic plays of this season that clinches the win uh, against Ohio. And, and, and I want to make sure that if fans haven't had a chance to see it, there's a great picture taken by Paul Hokinson of UB of your hands wrapped around that football with the wide receiver. Yeah. And and we'll we'll make sure I, I'll tweet it out in the next commercial break so people can see it. Okay. So when we talk a little bit about it, but let's talk a little bit about what could happen here next. It's is it a little nerve wracking knowing that you don't know whether you're going to get that prize that you can see that prize right in front of you with a bowl game. Is it going to be a crazy couple days till you figure out one way or the other? Yeah, it's going to be pretty crazy. You know, like we gotta we gotta work out and stuff still, but. It's like we really feel like we deserve it, you know, like from through everything we've been through and like all the like hard work we've put in fighting to win those games. Like it's just gonna be we're just gonna be worried these next few days. Like we just we're just desperate to know. Like we really wanna know what's gonna happen. Is that yeah. what you're thinking, Khalil? Yeah, it's definitely. just you're desperate to know. Definitely. I just wanna we just wanna know, like if we're going to a bowl, we don't know where, you know, what's going on, who we're playing. Yeah, we just wanna know. So these next few days is this is gonna be nerve wracking for All right, sure. so so if I brought like four guys who represent bowls and sat them down right in front of you here at Santora's <laughs> Pizza Pub and Grill, almost like we're in a courtroom here, I want you to make your pitch, Khalil, to those guys as to why they need to have the bowls in their game. <sighs> um I think we're an exciting football team to watch. I think if if we're playing a bowl game, it's a it's a close game. You know, it's it's going down to the wire, it's gonna be good football. We have an explosive offense, you know, with a dynamic quarterback, dynamic receiver, a good running back, you know what I mean, um, with a great defense, a great defensive line, linebackers, experienced guys. And I think that of the six and six teams, I think that we've we've shown enough to be picked for a ball. All right, Anthony, what do you think? What's what's your pitch to those guys uh, and gals? Like, I'm going to kind of lay off what he said. You know, I feel like we got the best offense and we got one of the best defenses in Mac. We had, like, a few issues, but – we fought, we fought through those, and we pushed very, uh, very hard for it. And I thought we are going to give a show wherever we, anywhere we play. Like yeah. We want to play hard. And, and you'll guarantee that, that people won't be turning the game off early, not the way that you guys play, right? The exactly. ratings will stay consistent right until the end of the game, right? Exactly. Yeah. Which which wears people out a little bit but makes it fun to watch, <laughs> exactly. doesn't it? We'll see a lot of big plays from us. I like. Well, there you go. All right, speaking of big plays, we're going to talk with Anthony about his season, about a lot of the big plays that he had when we come back for our next segment. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport <laughs> Highway, and this is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. You thought the closest you'd get to a UB football game was your big screen? Think again. Bulls fans, get in safe and secure with Ticketmaster, the official ticketing partner of the University of Buffalo. Save the suspense for the game, not the gate. Know for sure that your tickets are 100% authentic, guaranteed, and ready for kickoff. Now there's nothing to keep you from seeing it live. Just go to Ticketmaster.com, search for UB football, and be a part of the big game. Buffalo sports fans, let's make Alumni Arena loud when the UB men's basketball team hosts Big Four rival St. Bonaventure Saturday, December 2nd. It's the annual wide-out Alumni Arena game, and all fans are encouraged to wear white to the game. Don't miss out on the chance to catch regional rivals compete on the hardwood. Tip-off is at 2 p.m. For tickets and more information, visit ubbulls.com or call 1-877-UB-THERE. 
This month at Town BMW, lease a 2017 BMW 320i X-Drive sedan for $2.95 per month. Only $2.95 per month. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville today. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We love our town. Attention Bulls fans now introducing the latest and greatest addition to UB Athletics, the TriPoint team of Keller Williams Realty. The TriPoint team serves the Western New York community with buying, selling, and investing in real estate. For all of your real estate needs, call the TriPoint team, the MVPs of real estate at 716-398-4425 or visit ubbulls.com slash TriPoint team. The TriPoint team, the official real estate partners of the UB Bulls. Join us at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Hey, it's Paul Santora letting you know we have two great locations. One on Millersport Highway next to the Marriott. One on Transit Road next to Transit Lanes. We've got 60 taps, 66 TVs. All of our food is made to order with the freshest and most natural ingredients. Both locations have live music. Millersport on Friday, Transit Friday and Saturday night. There's no better place to enjoy football and hockey with great drink and food specials for every game. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill since 1927. Four generations strong. The only family to say we are the original. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Great food, great people, great beer. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, He's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show. My name is Paul Peck. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway for this edition of UB Football Insider as we wrap up the Bulls season that ended on Friday and talk about the possibilities that the season will not be over yet as they await a, an announcement that will come formally this weekend as to whether the Bulls are going to a bowl or not. We continue to be joined by Bulls junior wide receiver Anthony Johnson. And and Anthony, I'm going to rattle the numbers off here, and I just want to get you to react a little bit. 76 catches, 1,356 yards, 17.8 yards per catch, and 14 touchdowns this year. Um, Those sound like video game numbers, (laughs) and you actually accomplished every one of those. What, What goes through your mind? I mean, it's a, it's a great feeling, you know, having the quarterbacks I had, you know, being able to get me the ball and make big plays for this offense. Even though I came shy of the record, you know, hopefully this bowl, we get this bowl game and I get it. But yeah, it you're about 50 feeling. yards shy of the of the single season receiving yardage record set by Naaman Roosevelt. Now you were number one in the MAC in yards, number one in receiving touchdowns, number two in the country in yards, number two in the country in receptions. I mean, there's a lot of good receivers in this country. <laughs> Do you allow yourself even a, an opportunity to look at it and go, hey, I'm the number two ranked receiver in the country? I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's other guys out there, but I kind of like focus on what I have to do, you know, my responsibility, and that's to get balls and make plays for this team and score the ball to help this offense uh, uh, score, and that's what I'm doing. Did, do you feel like it got easier for you as the season went on? Yeah, it did, it did get easier, you know. Like, I, I got better, like, throughout the game. I kind of, like, studied corners more. And, like, seeing how they play, and I just took advantage of it. And, like, some corners, like, still play me one-on-one after seeing what I do. And that that's just a mistake. a big advantage for me. <laughs> you know, and I thought the offense changed a little bit and evolved as the year went on in order to get the ball in your hands. We saw a lot more bubble screens. We saw a lot of little flip passes. Just stuff to get the ball in your hands and let you do what you do really well, which is run after the catch. Um, Yeah, it, w- it was to move me around and see, like, with the defense, how the defense plays when I move around, like, to the slide and all, all those motions. Like, it kind of throws them off. So that's that's uh, we stuck with that because there was, like, a confusion with the defense when I was moving around a lot, and we went. And, th- and that was a pretty good indication for you that when you're doing all that moving, you get a really good feel for how teams are defending you and whether there's going to be opportunities for you. Is that how much that helps? Yeah, it helps a lot, you know. Even though I was uh, tired, motioning a lot, but – Whatever i got to do to help this team, I'm going to do it. All right. Well, it was a big week last week for this program. Uh, The win over Ohio, the ability to get to 6-6 and and be bowl eligible. And to be very honest with you, Anthony, one of the 
other big pieces of news last week was the interview you did in the story with the Buffalo News where you said that you are coming back for <laughs> next year. And I think it's a tribute to you that people were wondering whether you would be thinking of going to the NFL early. Not something that often happens for a Mid-American Conference player. But I want uh, how... How much went into that decision? How much did you think about it? Um, and, and was there a point in time where you where you wondered, should I take my shot at it now? I mean, I, I thought about it a lot, you know, with the season I had. But I had to think, like, it was a, um, a lot of guys that played in, like, other uh, divisions that played last all their years and only played one year. Like, scouts are going to look at that and, like, SCC and ACC. Like, it's a, guy, a lot of guys in front of me. So I was like, maybe I should just come back and wait and put myself in a better predicament. You know, instead of like being some like last round type pick, so and then I want to graduate, so I want to get my degree. Well, that that's 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 good of you to say, and that's important. Now we've talked on this show before. You have this incredible network of NFL people that you can tap into for advice. Jadavian Clowney, your cousin, Jonathan Joseph, your cousin, Cordero Patterson, who you grew up with, who plays for the Raiders, Stephon Gilmore, who's going to be back in Buffalo to play the Bills this weekend. Mm -hmm. Did you talk to those guys at all? Did you ask those guys what their advice is? Not only does a guy like Clowney know what it's like to come out early, yeah. but those guys are in the league. They what you'd be thinking about getting into. Uh, they were saying, like, get my um – my great my draft grades and like see with that but they also were saying like it's my decision do I want to graduate or whatnot and like Kadara was saying the same thing just like see my draft grade or like do I want to graduate and I I was like it's just I'm just going to stay you know graduate you know I, I I know I've talked to NFL players before and a lot of NFL guys say the best time they ever had in their life was when they were in college playing college <laughs> football right it's fun you're around your buddies you're having a ball the NFL is great the fame the money is great but it's job with a lot of pressure on it yeah. did any of those guys say hey have another year of fun the NFL is going to be there you're going to be in a mm -hmm. position to play in it was that part of the advice you got a little bit from the guys too Nah, uh, they, didn't, they didn't really talk about it, you know, but I already know, like, I got to enjoy my time right now while I'm in college because NFL, I know, like, it's strictly business. You know, I talk to them a lot. They say it's strictly business. Like, you have to be watching film, playbook, and all that, or like, you can get cut like that. So that's why I'm like, I'm just going to have my fun for now and get better, you know, learning the playbook and all that. All right, well, we're glad that you're going to be back next year because we like having you around. Uh, and then that sets up what really has the potential to be a pretty special year next year because as we talked about with John Fuller in the first segment almost all the key guys on this team are back particularly on offense almost all of the guys that have caught most of the passes thrown most of the passes and run for most of the yardage are all going to be back so as you think about what not only your year could be next year have you thought a little bit about what the potential of this team can be next year yeah we got, we got a lot of guys come back uh, especially on offense you know we lose some guys on uh, some key guys on defense but we got a, uh, a couple guys that have stepped up, but on offense, we're losing like three seniors. But we got some guys that like got made big plays this year, like Tone. We got KJ, and we got some freshmen that's coming in too. Like they're pretty decent. Like those guys made big plays for it this year, so I'm feeling pretty confident about next year. Yeah. So so as as much fun as this year has been, next year has the chance to <laughs> even be a little more special, doesn't it? Yeah, I feel like next year's going to be a lot better. All right. Well, good, and we're glad you're going to be sticking around a little bit. Talk about the rest of your wide receiver core because we've seen all year long those guys have made big plays. I thought Kamadi Holsey played really well down the stretch. Mm -hmm. K.J. Osborne, even though it was on a punt return, that was one of the biggest plays of the season, <laughs> the punt return on Friday. Uh, and then even Antonio Nunn a couple weeks ago made some Anthony Johnson-like yeah. big yardage <laughs> plays against Ball State. Give me a sense of what you've seen in the growth of the wide receiver core. Um, KJ, KJ stepped up big time. You know, he's a he's a fast guy, a physical guy, as you, as you can see. He's made a lot of big plays for us. Commodities came through for us. And the guy that I'm like, that's made, like, shocked me is Tone, you know, hasn't, like, who hasn't played that much. But when he came in, he went on top of guys and made the plays that we didn't think he would make. But he made them for us, like, in big-time moments. Uh, is there a guy that we don't know about yet? Like, we didn't know much about you or Anthony Johnson or uh, or, or KJ or Antonio Nunn last year before we saw them. Is there a guy that you know next year could be one of the next ones? Um, we got a, a freshman, uh, Rodney. He's a, he's a, uh, Rodney Scott from Rodney Florida, Scott. right? He's a good guy. You know, he, he prices hard. I like his routes and stuff. 
He's a good route runner. I think he's going to better step up and hit the weight room a little bit more and all that. He's going to he's going to be a big player. All player. right, there you go. It, not like the wide receiver core needs any more weapons, but it's good to know <laughs> there might be a couple of more coming. Mm -hmm. Hey, congratulations on the season. I hope for you and for the rest of the guys that it is not the last time we get to do this, that we're going to have the chance for you guys to show the nation who you are in a bowl game. And certainly we're happy to know that you're going to be hanging around here for <laughs> another year because I can't imagine after all that you did this year what the potential might be for you to do next year yeah i want to uh, break my own record next year all right well there you go see set them and break them again i love it anthony congratulations on the year thanks for being here on part of the as part of the ub football insider radio show thank you all right that's bulls junior wide receiver anthony johnson good news on all fronts from anthony when we come back we shift it back to the defense and talk a little bit with khalil hodge go make sure you check out that picture of his int on twitter i'm going to ask him about it when we return to santora's pizza pub and grill on miller sport this is the ub football insider show from Learfield. On fall Saturdays, there's no better place to take in a Bulls football game than the Geshevitz Club. The Geshevitz Club provides Bulls fans with an unparalleled setting in which to experience a football game day at UB Stadium. Featuring club and lodge seating, premium parking, complimentary food and beverage service, and so much more. To reserve your seat in the Geshevitz Club, call us at 716-645-6867. Go Bulls! This month at Town BMW, lease a 2017 BMW 320i X-Drive sedan for $2.95 per month. Only $2.95 per month. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville today. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We, we love, love our town. town. Attention UB Bulls fans, students, alumni, and staff. Are you shopping for a mortgage? Call Premium Mortgage, the experts in home financing and the official mortgage lender of the UB Bulls. Premium Mortgage has local Western New York processing and underwriting and offers a large variety of financing options and competitive rates and terms. Call now to speak to one of their educated and experienced loan officers at 716-633-0501 or visit premiummortgage.com. 2150 Worley Drive, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14221. Equal housing lender, licensed mortgage banker, NYSDFS, NMLS number 92181. From U-Sports to the NFL, A-Turf Synthetic Grass Fields are helping athletes have fun and perform at their peak. More than 30 Western New York schools and over 400 schools nationwide call A-Turf their home field. It's what the UB Bulls play on and the Buffalo Bills too. A-Turf Titan has the highest safety rating and the longest warranty. A-Turf, optimal performance for athletes, superior value for owners. Learn more at aturf.com. You thought the closest you'd get to a UB football game was your big screen? Think again. Bulls fans, get in safe and secure with Ticketmaster, the official ticketing partner of the University of Buffalo. Save the suspense for the game, not the gate. Know for sure that your tickets are 100% authentic, guaranteed, and ready for kickoff. Now there's nothing to keep you from seeing it live. Just go to Ticketmaster.com, search for UB football, and be a part of the big game. Look at that mouth, that poor parched mouth. What'd you eat for lunch, chalk dust? Did your face storm a sandcastle? You're being awfully quiet. Is that because your mouth feels like the business end of a Dremel saw? Is it because your mouth just wrote a haiku and all 17 syllables were dry heaves? Right now, your mouth could be tongue bathing in the refreshing citrus kick of Mountain Dew. Instead, it feels like you've been motorboating King Tut's sarcophagus. Show some mercy. Crack open an ice cold Mountain Dew. <sighs> you know your mouth wants you to. Do the do. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Radio Show. We're here at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on, on Millersport Highway. Not transit this week, but on Millersport Highway here at the other Santora's location. We're talking UB Bulls football, the end of the season, the outstanding and exciting win against Ohio on Friday, and the possibilities that this season will not be over as the Bulls are bowl eligible and just waiting to see how it all shakes out. Joining us for another segment is Bulls junior linebacker Khalil Hodge. I'm going to do the same thing with you, Khalil, that I did with Anthony. Anthony, which is read off your numbers and just let you react to a season that had 154 tackles, six and a half tackles for loss, three sacks, two interceptions, and two forced fumbles. Pretty good? Did that meet your standards? <laughs> yeah, it was a good year. It was a good year, definitely. And 
Like I said, uh, I just can't take credit for all by myself. You know, that's a huge credit to the defensive line, those big guys up front, and everyone next to me. You know, it's all it's all one piece. You know, we're all moving together. So you wind up being number one in the MAC in tackles by 37 over the second leading tackler in the MAC, and you wind up being number two in the country right now in total tackles. You know, I'm always intrigued by whether uh, an athlete looks at any of that stuff and thinks about rankings and things like that. Yeah. Do you give yourself a chance to even glance at this sheet that's got all these stats on it and see that, <laughs> that here we go, and I highlighted it for you, you know, total tackles, number two, Khalil Hodge <laughs> in the country? Uh, I try not to, but a lot of my friends from back home, you know, send me stuff, and my dad's big on all that stuff too, so he sends me little text messages. That's what dads are for. They're yeah, there yeah. for that kind of stuff. <laughs> sends me all that stuff throughout the day, so – I try not to look it up myself, but I, I do see it a lot, yeah. Well, what does it tell you about the way that you were able to work hard and improve your game and, as you've pointed out, about the guys that you have around you? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, just, you know, uh, hard work pays off, and, you know, I really tried to hone in on my skills this all season and try to try to become the most complete linebacker I can be. And uh, just in terms of the defense, it's just it's so many good guys around us, I mean, it's, Probably been like four or five guys on the defense alone has been, you know, Mac, Mac East defensive players of the week. So that just a credit to the guys, all 10 guys around me. Not only did you have, I think, about 30 more tackles than you did last year, but you made more big plays this year. Was that yeah. something that you were focused on in the offseason and all that hard work in, in, tr in, in something you thought about how you take your game to the next level? Yeah, definitely. Uh, for me, tackles, you know, I've always kind of been around the ball, and I knew that I was going to be there. I just wanted to be a game changer, you know, help um, influence the game as much as possible. All right, well, there was no better example of you being a game changer than right at the end of the Ohio <laughs> game, right down the final minute. They're down by seven. They have a fourth and 12 from about, what was it, about the 15-yard line. Like Quarterback that, yeah. scrambles, throws to the middle, looking for his tight end, and you're there to tip the ball up in the air, and then as you go to grab the interception, <laughs> their wide receiver comes over, and that's the picture that I've been talking about all hour uh, that we that I just tweeted out on, on, my, on my Twitter feed, at Peck on Sports, taken by UB's Paul Hokinson, that shows four hands on the football, yeah. your two and the wide receiver's two. Yeah. I want you to take me through that whole sequence of that play in that moment and how it is that you were able to pull that ball away in the ensuing frames after that picture. Yeah, those are the players you dream of as a little kid. And, um, I mean, it was 4th and 12. I, I knew we had to make a play. We knew, you know, they were going to try to check it up to the end zone. And um, I think JB almost had a sack on him. He kind of got off of it and chucked it up. I should have caught it the first time, but bobbled it a little bit. And once it was up 50-50 ball, there's no way he's going to get it. So, I had, to, I had to bring it down. Now, did, did, even though on the picture that we saw, all four hands are on the ball, did you, as you went to the ground, pretty yeah. much? Because a simultaneous catch by rule is supposed to go to the offense. So yeah. if everybody's hands are on it, yeah. they could have called that the other way. Yeah, they definitely could have. It was really a close call. But as soon as as soon as soon both our hands got on it, I kind of tried to just rip it away as fast as I could. and. I guess that's what the ref's saying. Did so. you know it, right? Did you know it? Yeah, and, and yeah did, I think did, I knew Did the Ohio guy know it too? I think so. I had, I had both of my hands on it like a lot, and he kind of kind of tried to get grip of it, but he really didn't have it like that. So You know, I almost felt like when I looked at that picture and thought of that play, it, it was somewhat typical of the way the whole season has gone, right? Right down to the yeah, edge, yeah. Uh, a fingertip, a, a hand away yeah. from one way or the other. Yeah. In some ways, does that moment and that play sort of – typify what the whole year has been like? I guess when you put it like that, yeah, it kind of does. So, um, How was it like to play in something like that all the time when, when every game seemed to ride on one play or another? Yeah, I love it, honestly. I mean, some of the games didn't go our way, of course, but just that, that type of, I don't know, the feeling you get. It's like just real football, and I love every second of it. What uh, what are you what are you most proud of for your group as a defense? And you're one of the captains and certainly of the team, but uh, a leader on the defense. What are you most proud of of what your defense was able to do? And they took a lot of strides from a year ago and really improved in almost every statistical category. Yeah, I think I think just as a defense, we improved mentally. Just you know, we know what's going on a little bit more. We're a little bit more of a, a veteran group, I guess you could say, and that's a huge credit to you know the guys like Jared Franklin, Ishmael Hargrove. You know that we were in the in the film room, you know, countless hours, and I feel like we were really understanding the game plan and understanding, you know, what the offense was trying to get done, and that just helped us as a whole defense. Well, you mentioned Ishmael, who's one of the seniors, and we could talk about Damone Harris and Chris Ford and Tim Roberts and Ryan Williams and the other guys that were seniors on your team. Um, how much did those guys – how much did they lead the way for you? How much did they push you guys? And how hard is it going to be to see them go, hopefully, after one more game? Yeah, uh, it's going to be real hard to see them go, first off. Uh, 
I love those guys, and you know they they just mean so much to the defense and everyone around us. Um, just that class, you know, as a whole. I remember when I first got here, Jared, you know, was one of the first guys to really, you know, bring me in and really start teaching me the playbook early instead of, you know, it could have been competitive and whatnot, but that really made me feel like, you know, I could be part of a family here. So Speaking with Bulls junior linebacker Khalil Hodge here at the UB Football Insider Radio Show. All right, you know, I know I, I've been saying this because we know that this season is not likely going to be over yet, but do you allow yourself a little bit of a time to think ahead to what next year could be like? Because even though you lost a lot of those good guys, there's a lot of core guys on this defense coming back and a lot of core guys on this team coming back. Next year has the potential to be pretty special. Do you, are you feeling that yeah, yet? Yeah, I definitely do feel that. And uh, on both sides of the ball, offense and defense, uh, this year I feel like we're a young group. And I think next year, you know, as long as we take the offseason right and understand what we have at stake, I think we can definitely be something special. How much is a bowl game going to help cement that even more or I guess if flip it around and if the if things don't fall your way how much might that be a little motivation for next year yeah I think either way I think it's going to help us um if we get to a bowl game that's just giving us more time to practice you know more time in the film room more time just learning football as a whole and it's another game for for all of us and if we don't go you know we know what we're capable of we know that we're six and six yeah but we've lost you know so many close games and we know that the max championship is not far off. All right. Well, that's. Uh, I know it'll be a little painful year to watch Akron and Toledo play in the MAC yeah. championship game on Saturday, knowing <laughs> you might you weren't that far away from being there yourself. But that could be the motivation for next year. Congratulations on an outstanding season that I hope is not over for you yet. Thanks for being a great spokesman for this team as well. Doing these kind of shows, post game interviews, all that stuff is not easy. You, you've been a, a, a trooper on that all year long, no and problem, thank you for no that. Problem. So he is Khalil Hodge. He is the Bulls' leading tackler and the nation's number two tackler, and we hope we get to add a few more to those 154 tackle totals with a bowl game. Khalil, congratulations on the season. Thanks for doing this. Thank you. Bulls linebacker Khalil Hodge. When we come back, we grab the coaching staff's perspective on this season with Director of Player Personnel Rock Bellantoni when the UB Football Radio Show continues from here at Santora's on Millersport. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. You thought the closest you'd get to a UB football game was your big screen? Think again. Bulls fans, get in safe and secure with Ticketmaster, the official ticketing partner of the University of Buffalo. Save the suspense for the game, not the gate. Know for sure that your tickets are 100% authentic, guaranteed, and ready for kickoff. Now there's nothing to keep you from seeing it live. Just go to Ticketmaster.com, search for UB football, and be a part of the big game. I'm little teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle and here is my spell. No, that like this. When I get all steamed up, then I shout, tip me over and pull me <laughs> This is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Support the Blue and White Fund, the fundraising arm of UB Athletics, and help build a strong foundation for years to come. You can play a critical role in making UB New York's public powerhouse. Invest in excellence. Invest in the future. Invest in UB Athletics and our student-athletes. Log on to BullsBlueAndWhite.com for more information. Attention Bulls fans now introducing the latest and greatest addition to UB Athletics, the TriPoint team of Keller Williams Realty. The TriPoint team serves the Western New York community with buying, selling, and investing in real estate. For all of your real estate needs, call the TriPoint team, the MVPs of real estate at 716-398-4425 or visit ubbulls.com slash TriPoint team. The TriPoint team, the official real estate partners of the UB Bulls. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. 
Buffalo sports fans, let's make Alumni Arena loud when the UB men's basketball team hosts Big Four rival St. Bonaventure Saturday, December 2nd. It's the annual wide-out Alumni Arena game, and all fans are encouraged to wear white to the game. Don't miss out on the chance to catch regional rivals compete on the hardwood. Tip-off is at 2 p.m. For tickets and more information, visit ubbulls.com or call 1-877-UB-THERE. Welcome back to Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Miller's Port Highway as we continue the UB Football Insider Show. Final couple segments here before we get out of here at 6 o'clock. Talking about the UB Bulls, the end of their season, and the potential that the season is going to continue with a bowl game, which the Bulls will know formally by this coming Sunday. Well, to talk a little bit about how the coaching staff is handling all that is, I guess, the only coach that isn't out recruiting right now. That would be you, right. Rock Bellantoni, the director of player personnel. Everybody, including Coach Leipold, are out trying to get the next wave of Bulls, so you're kind of the executive in charge around here, right? I don't know if I'd say that. I think Julie's the executive uh, Good point, Julie. <laughs> Julie O'Neill, yes, the the, the uh, administrative assistant. So, so how do you guys, as a coaching staff, deal with a week that you may have to keep your players focused and locked in, and maybe not? And and it's is it a little bit odd, a little bit weird? Yeah, I think it's a little bit weird for the guys. They still have their lifting times. They need to get in the weight room and continue to get bigger, stronger, faster. Uh, we told them to use this week as a, you know a chance to work ahead academically as they get closer to final exams and. Um, you know, just try to stay fresh, let their bodies recover a little bit, and I think we'll get back to work on the field a little bit later in the week. Yeah, so and then as soon as you get word on yes or no and where and who, then then it's all full steam ahead as a coaching staff, right? Absolutely. We'll get a couple workouts in the end of the week, and then we'll hopefully we'll stay sharp so that when we do get word, we'll be clicking on all cylinders and, and get and back to work. One of the nice things that you always hear coaches talk about is the ability to go to bowls gives you like two extra weeks to practice, which is geared towards the bowl game, but also can start to be geared towards the future and the season and all that kind of stuff. So those can be invaluable if you get the opportunity. Right. The extra work with the uh, developmental um, you know, work that our freshmen will get that we've been redshirting all year. They've been on scout team all year. They actually get to run our offense and defense. Um, our punter would get some live work. I think that would be good for those guys to get a, a head start going into spring ball as they start to compete for a job next year. Talking with Rock Bellantoni, the Bulls Director of Player Personnel. Uh, this is your first year here at UB after many years in the coaching business, but interestingly enough, you came here from Florida Atlantic where you were the defensive coordinator, and, and the quirk of the schedules had you playing your old team. I know you got a lot of run and a lot of publicity. Uh, a lot of your old players had very nice things to say about you. What was that moment like for you coaching against those guys this year? Uh, it was a little strange looking down at the sideline and seeing all my guys uh, getting ready for the game and um, you know then to watch them play was a little bit different um, but it, it was a pretty satisfying day I'll tell you that and uh, I got to see him after the game I got to see a bunch of people before the game support staff and some of the assistant coaches it was it was pretty good to catch up with those guys yeah and as it turns out your team the Bulls were the last team to beat Florida Atlantic they went 8-0 and in Conference USA they uh, won the division they will play for the Conference USA championship this weekend uh, you know a pretty amazing story and it certainly makes the Bulls win look pretty impressive yeah no doubt I mean we knew this season was going to be special at FAU all the guys that we recruited are now juniors and seniors and they took a beating for a couple of years and they grew up we knew this would be a good year for them I, this not, doesn't surprise me at all that they ran through that conference this year and it, it is uh, I think a nice little you know, uh, you know a good thing for our program that we beat them I mean they're having a great year and, and we beat the champ of that conference yeah and and I know it, it's a little bit of fool's gold to dive too much into all the bowl projections and wares and whatever but I did see one that might have the Bulls projected to play in the Boca Raton Bowl which would take you right back to the FAU Stadium. You that wouldn't be that? too shabby, would it? That would no. be okay. That, I think I'd be all right with that. I'd drive there myself if I had to. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> so that is a potential landing spot. Well, tell everybody a little bit about your background and your career and how you wind up here this year sure. with the Bulls. Okay, well, I'm from Portchester, New York, which is down in Westchester, which is the same hometown as Rob Inello. Um, he's older than me, obviously, a lot older. <laughs> um, but I think that make it, makes it the cradle of coaching, right? There for you go, school. absolutely. Um, but, you know, in 1995, I was at a small Division three school, and he told me he was at Wisconsin at the time. If you get through Omaha, go stop by UNO and, and see Lance Leipold. He worked for me. He's a good man. And I stopped by there one time, introduced myself, and, you know, kind of kept in contact with him over the years. 
uh, I went to Drake University and met, worked with some great coaches there and learned a lot of football. Then I went to Eastern Illinois as a defensive coordinator. We had a, a defensive clinic every year, and Brian Borland and Chris Simpson came a couple of times. And so I've known a lot of the guys on staff here, and I knew Lance. We actually ran into each other at – he tells me all the time at uh, Disney World around Christmas time in 2005, he saw me at Disney. I mean, that's kind of a coincidence. <laughs> so, anyway, at Eastern Illinois. You were Illinois, like two seats yeah, back in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride? Crossing Is that what it was, right? uh, through Magic Kingdom somewhere. <laughs> um, but, you know, so at Eastern Illinois, um, things, you know, our head coach retired, and it's a long story. But then I went to Villanova. I was there for two years, and then I went to FAU. And then, uh, you know, Coach Partridge got let go, so we all kind of, we're out of a job, and then uh, my wife had some adversity last spring and had to help her, and, you know, just the timing of everything worked out here in July. Right. Well, good. It's been good to have you. You know, give me a sense of kind of dropping into the middle of this program as it's sort of elevating itself up under Coach Leipold, what your impressions have been this year, and, and obviously not just the results this year, but the potential for next year. Right. It's It's been a lot of fun. I mean, we have a good group of guys in, in the building that I get to work with every day. The players are hungry to be successful. They work hard. Uh, we've had, you know, a lot of a lot of great times, a lot of tough times this year with some close losses and been a little bit of a, you know, heart attack season sometimes. That's but, true. But, uh, you know, I think, you know, a lot of our guys are coming back that have produced for us. We'll lose some very, very good football players. Uh, but I think the program's getting to the point now with, with a couple of recruiting classes that they can replace some good players with other good, talented players. Uh, and I think the potential is there to have a good season next year. But we have a lot of work to do. We're going to have to get a lot better in certain areas, uh, which will make it, you know, some things to focus on in spring ball. How satisfying for this group and how happy would you be for this group if things fall in place and you do get to play another game in a bowl somewhere? It, yeah, I, I, I mentioned to a few guys, uh, it just wouldn't be right if it didn't happen with everything they've been through, you know, the seniors, a coaching change, the death of a teammate. I can't imagine what everybody went through uh, at that time. And then, you know, some of the adversity early in the season, losing some close games, and but continue to, you know, to fight back and win three games in a row at two different junctures of the season is says a lot about the character of these of these players. Uh, so I, I think it's only right that they get another opportunity to play. And it's we're a good football team. We've we've played a really tough schedule, and uh, you know being in Conference USA, I, I know what that conference is all about. I, you know I, I, I'm. I wouldn't be afraid of anybody in that league. I, I think we have a good football team here. Right. They deserve to play. Well, I hope you got a couple of more 18-hour days in you for the next couple of oh, weeks. Oh, so. yeah, that would be great. I'd <laughs> yeah. love it. Rock Bellantoni is the Bulls' director of player personnel, and we hope that he'll be busy over the next two weeks getting ready for another bowl game. Rock, welcome to Buffalo officially, thanks, and Paul. thanks for your you time. You mind if I say hello the to, to the, no, five, go for it. the five biggest bowl fans in Florida are watching on Facebook Live right now and getting ready to go to baseball practice, so. Go get them, boys. Have a good practice tonight. All right, great. Thanks, Hopefully Paul. we're down there in Florida in the next couple of weeks to That'd come awesome. see the whole Bell and Tony gang. You can show us all the sights down there. That would be awesome. All right, Thank Rock you. Bell and Tony is the Bulls director of player personnel. When we come back, we'll wrap things up with our buddy Brian Wolf here on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. Buffalo sports fans, let's make Alumni Arena loud when the UB men's basketball team hosts Big Four rival St. Bonaventure Saturday, December 2nd. It's the annual wide-out Alumni Arena game, and all fans are encouraged to wear white to the game. Don't miss out on the chance to catch regional rivals compete on the hardwood. Tip-off is at 2 p.m. For tickets and more information, visit ubbulls.com or call 1-877-UB-THERE. This month at Town BMW, lease a 2017 BMW 320i X-Drive sedan for $295 per month. Only $295 per month. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville today. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We love our town. Attention UB Bulls fans, students, alumni, and staff. Are you shopping for a mortgage? Call Premium Mortgage, the experts in home financing and the official mortgage lender of the UB Bulls. Premium Mortgage has local Western New York processing and underwriting and offers a large variety of financing options and competitive rates and terms. Call now to speak to one of their educated and experienced loan officers at 716-633-0501 or visit premiummortgage.com. 2150 Worley Drive, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14221. Equal housing lender, licensed mortgage banker, NYSDFS, NMLS number 92181. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Tree Branch. 
Hi, uh, it's me, Tree Branch. So, about the other night, look, it's no secret your roof and I never quite got along. It's a roof and I'm a branch, and that's how these things go. But I'm calling to say I'm really, truly sorry about what I did to your gutters and skylight. And also, I'm not paying for the damage. Okay, uh, bye. Trees never pay for roof damage. Luckily, one call to the GEICO Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway, just off the UB campus. My name is Paul Peck, now joined by Brian Wolf, the Associate Director for Athletic Communications, as we wrap up this week's show. Brian, we've touched on almost everything we need to football-wise and not knowing what's going to happen with another game for the Bulls. We've got a few more weeks to dive into that. So in the meantime, let's talk a little basketball because while everybody's been kind of locked in on the football and the chase for a bowl, both basketball teams are doing a lot of nice things. Take Give everybody a little update on where things are at. Yeah, I mean, there were some really good performances th this past week. Uh, you know, you had the chance to come down to the Cayman Islands uh, with, with the men's basketball team. Started up, but before that, you know, the, the, the Bulls had a really big win against a, a really good Jacksonville State team before, right before UB left for the Cayman Islands. That's a team that won the Ohio Valley Conference last year, picked to, picked to win the league this year. Then the Bulls go down to, to the Cayman Islands, play Cincinnati, team ranked, ranked team in the country, play them to six points, got it within four. This is the Cincinnati team that had been – blowing teams out. I mean, the, uh, they won the last two games in the Cayman Islands by over 25 points in each of those two games. They had won games at home by like 30, 40 points. So, I mean, just to, just to see this UB team play them to, to a six-point game, get it to within four, uh, it was, was really nice to see. CJ Massenburg was awesome at 29 points, 10 rebounds in that game. Then, you know, it's, it's a, it's a three-day tournament. So then you turn around the next day after you just – Play this 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 huge team in Cincinnati, and, and that it, was a physical. It was a game. physical. I mean, we're, you know, it's the football show. It was it was a football <laughs> game. I mean, and the physicality, just a lot less pads. And then you know, then the Bulls had to you know play UAB, coached by Turner Battles, who's their associate head coach, who's obviously you know a former you know a UB Hall of Famer, and it was great to see Turner and Claire and their family. And the Bulls fight back and win that game in overtime, and, and, and again, a game you saw, which was just one of the most exciting second halves. And they were a little shorthanded as well, too. Yeah, they were, you know, a little shorthanded. Um, you know, the Bulls lost, you know, we, we lost Brock Bertram in the, in the first game, and, and he's going to be out for a little bit. So there really was not a lot of post in the, uh, or depth post, I should say, or post, you know where I'm getting that. Yeah, I know where you're going. Yeah, depth in the post. Correct. And, uh, they, you know, they, they, they did a great job. And then the last day, uh, you played a really good South Dakota State team, a team that, also went to the tournament last year, won the Summit League, was picked to win the Summit League this year. They have a guy by the name of Mike Daum who's, some people are saying, could possibly go to the NBA. He had a 30-point game against UB, just a, this big 6'8 kid. And he was, he was so good that the Bulls were having such a hard time guarding him that all of a sudden 6'1 Dante Carruthers, the MAC Defensive Player of the Year, says, Coach, let me guard him. And, you know, there's, when there's a 7-inch difference there, he's going to get his points, but – you know, Dante didn't didn't let him let him get anything easy. So I thought it was a really nice performance from from UB in those three games. And now they get a break before they go to uh, to Niagara uh, on Wednesday for a seven o'clock game up in up in uh, Lewiston and the Gallagher Center. And then of course uh, the big one against St. Bonaventure at home on on Friday. So two big big four matches now that the Bulls got to be locked in and get ready to, to yeah, play. Yeah, it's a fun week. We, you know, to play two local teams like that is always exciting and particularly getting Bonaventure here, and Bonaventure's coming off a big win over Maryland at their tournament. Uh, you know, I don't know that we'll know whether Jalen Adams, their outstanding NBA prospect, is going to play. He hasn't played yet this year. Whether he'll be ready to play for UB or not will remain to be seen, but that figures to be a really fun, up-and-down, exciting game. Yeah, it's a big week for, for St. Bonaventure, too. You know, they're playing Siena on Wednesday, which that's a, I, I, don't, I don't know the specifics, but I know that's a rivalry that, that goes a really – uh, f a long way back, so I mean they uh, they they have a, a, a cup that that um, that's associated with that game. So you know that's a game that that, that Jalen Adams want, would want to play uh, in a game against Siena, and then another game he's gonna want to play is a game at UB at Alumni Arena. Um, you know there's there's Big Four supremacy on the line. You know the Bulls have already beaten Canisius, so they're one and zero against the Big Four. Now here's their opportunity for two more games against Big Four programs and for the possibility to, to, to go 3-0 against the Big Four, something that, you know, that, that has not been done in, in a long time. I thought something that jumped out at me at the games that I saw down in the Cayman Islands was the improved play 
of, uh, of the two guards, Carruthers and Devontae Jordan, who Carruthers obviously was the MAC Defensive Player of the Year last year, did a lot of nice things well, but his offense has improved, and Devontae Jordan seemed like he struggled to find his role last year, a little bit of point guard, a little bit of shooting guard. Um, he seems much more comfortable as an offensive player. Yeah, I mean, you know, Dante Carruthers, for, you know, he had a career-high 22 points against UAB. Uh, he, he hit some big three-pointers. He's a guy that we always knew had a scoring touch. I mean, when he was at when he was at uh, East High School in, in Rochester, I mean, he he, he led, led New York State in scoring. So this was a guy we always know was was able to score. Just didn't show it a lot last year. Has felt more comfortable this season. And then Devonte Jordan, a kid who, if you talk to Nate, uh, you know, has worked harder than almost anybody in the gym. And you know, he's already had seven three-pointers through the first five games of the season. He had two all of last year. He has 56 points already this season. He had 76 points all of last year. This is a kid that's just finding his way, and there's really no, there's no better kid on that team uh, to, that, that I've dealt with uh, to see him see the success that he's having. Yeah, with Brian Wolf, the Associate Director for Athletic Communications at UB. How about on the women's side? 4-0, coming off two big Power 5 wins at a tournament in Florida where they beat Nebraska and Clemson back-to-back -back days. Real quick. Yeah, real real big, big wins against Nebraska and Clemson. Coach Jack doing an outstanding job with that group. Now they have another chance to show it against the top 25 team in Arizona State on Saturday. be great if they come home 5-0 or 6-0. They play two games out there. Alright, basketball this weekend. Bold news will come this weekend to see whether we got Got another game to talk about for the Bulls. Thanks you for joining us for this edition of the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. On the UB Sports Network, live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold has been presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB Partners. Ad Pro Sports, New Era Cap, by WGRZ Channel 2, by Town BMW, Comdoc, Nike, and by Pepsi. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the UB Sports Network.